Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confession. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our discussion on Article 1 of the Augsburg Confession, looking at an Old Testament passage that speaks about the triune God of creation. Welcome to Being Lutheran. I'm Pastor Brett Bowe, and I have with me, as always... Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brian Rickey, and the Trinitarian God of Creation. Yes. <laughs> special you're, guest. You're God just, is with yeah. us today, but <laughs> special not in the other 154 uh, episodes. Yeah. Oh. Right. That's I, not what I mean. But, uh, <laughs> I'm so used to saying and. Yeah. So we just um, actually did an interview with a Christian rap artist named yes. Flame. And uh, his journey from Calvinism to Lutheranism, check that out on the website. If you yes. haven't listened to it, man, check that out. It was so good. Yes. Wasn't he amazing? articulate yes, theologically? Absolutely, yes. Ah, it was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was good. But today we get to talk mm-hmm. about the Trinity. Yeah, and you're... <laughs> what are you going to do after two yeah. episodes when we move off the Trinity I again? It uh, really put me in a really good the, mood. The Brian though. show. Yeah, <laughs> right. Brian's just going to sulk for the uh, other 27 articles. No, it's going to be right, good. Right, right. I mean, you know, because it all comes back to that. Mm-hmm. The great triune God of creation that, yep. that was unwilling to leave us without hope that gave us the promise of salvation through Christ Jesus. Yeah. And yep. there's nothing more precious than that to me as a pastor. So, hmm. Yep. Awesome. And uh, we were thinking about, uh, you know, the usual way we do these, this four episode arc is to have a couple episodes on the topic and then do an Old Testament Bible study on the same and then a New Testament study. So today's episode is the Old Testament yeah, we, we at all times want to maintain that Lutheran theology is theology that is drawn directly from Scripture. Mm-hmm. It's easy to talk about a subject. And, Appreciated and just Dr. Mulstrey bringing that up and yep. when we interviewed him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not only we have a vested interest in it, but it's, it's the truth that what we are confessing must be and, in fact, is drawn from Scripture. And so if we are studying Scripture and we find that it points to our confessions, well, because the confessions are summary statements of the truth of scripture. And so let's continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yep. So we're in, we thought we'd go right to the very beginning. Yeah. Genesis, uh, Genesis 1. one. Mm-hmm. It, it happens to be 65 books in front of the book of Revelation. If you wanted to turn there, so <laughs> turn to Revelation. <laughs> That's almost as bad as I told the confirmation students the other day, you know, let's turn to second John. It's right after first John. Yeah. <laughs> Collective but rolling first of John, eyes. which is not the first John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. So uh, I will read for us and you can grab your Bible and read with us um, from Genesis 1, 1 through 2. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Here ends the reading of God's word. All right. We've perfectly explained the Trinity. Let's just move on. We're good to go, right? (laughs) Obviously. Uh, (laughs) So we got to do a little language I was going to say some some of the fun uh, Hebrew words. Bereshit bara. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, what was the tohu? Tohu. It depends. There's a couple different pronunciations of the Hebrew V and the Hebrew right. B. Yeah. Uh, it's tohu vabohu or, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Is that a brand of hummus? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it definitely describes my kid's room, formless and void. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's... It, it, these two verses actually bring me back to to, to college, to our Bible school days, I had this giant poster back when Free I was, Bible College. Yes, when I was uh, young enough to put posters on my wall and not feel stupid about it, <laughs> and it was just all black. 
And in gold letters, it said, in the beginning, and then giant, God. Uh, I remember that one. Yeah. So I, I, I had that up on my wall, and it's, it's really— Did you have the Bo Jackson one underneath that? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I did have the Bo Jackson flexing over bat with shoulder yes. pads on. Yeah. Classic. Uh, the 80s and 90s, the height of posters, and then we went to bumper what, stickers, and then we went to, to memes. We need a Bing Lutheran poster. Yeah. Well, we need to figure out what it is first that we want to say about being Lutheran, <laughs> other than L- Lutheran. Keep calm and vocate. Yeah, that's, that's right. what I think we should yeah. do. And we so, can come up with co- coffee cups and, yeah. and t-shirts. Mugs and all the fun stuff. The so swag. All right, let's, let's, talk, <laughs> let's, let's get, get, let's let's get in, in the text. Yeah, I can't say it like Flame does it, but let's dig in the text. Yeah. <laughs> so we have some amazing truths uh, about God, about his character, and... The Lutheran confessions, the the in fact the most Lutheran confession of them all, the Augsburg Confession, starts with God mm-hmm. because that's the starting place of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Scripture starts with God, and in the first few words, you know, less in God. Hebrew, mm-hmm. more in English, you have "in the beginning God." We don't want to stop there. Yeah, in the beginning God created, yep. and, and one of the this is a regular Bible study I teach is that the first two things we learn about God in Scripture is that God is Mm -hmm. and God acts. And that right there takes away probably 85 to 90% of skepticism in the modern American society. Uh, It's an answer to atheism. In the beginning, God was before anything else was. And it's an answer to the more or less popular version of deism that we get in mm-hmm. society where God might have put everything together and then he went on vacation and is mm-hmm. uh, the watchmaker. Yeah, the, yeah, the great watchmaker. No, in the beginning, God created. God is intimately involved with his creation and that is the very nature of creation. And in fact, the progression of Genesis 1 and 2, God gets more involved with his creation and not less involved with creation because days 1 through 5.5, when he's creating everything else, (laughs) he speaks. But the height, the apex of day 6, God not only speaks man into existence, but he forms man with his hands. He gets mm-hmm. his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and The intimate picture yep. that that paints. It's I love that. Yep. The, the picture was at Jeremiah is that 17, 18, the, pot, the potter and the wheel. Mm, yes. That's a picture yep. of, yeah. of the creation. Yep. And, and so you get this sense that not only God is there, which is revealed to us later with his covenant name and Moses in the burning bush, Yahweh, uh, I am who I am mm-hmm. or I will be who I will be, but also that he's active in his creation. He's active in our lives. And theologically, that actually deals with both aspects of the Trinity, the imminent Trinity and the economic aspect of the Trinity, how God works within um, the creation, the economic aspect of it has nothing to do with money. Just want to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the imminent Trinity, which... D- Deals with the the the, the, ah, the divine mm-hmm. internal eternal essence of the triune God of creation. So the e- economic Trinity aren't five tens and twenties. No, oh. <laughs> it's billions and billions. No, billions. <laughs> ah, so you you get I'll these, erase that. <laughs> you get these you get these pictures of God. You have God in community. Here and 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 this is where the the Reformation. It's not even the Lutheran principle. It's the Reformation principle of c- comparing Scripture with Scripture. Scripture is that all three persons of the Trinity are active here. And, mm-hmm. and absolutely, and, yeah. and it, it seems like these two verses are only speaking of 
God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Put the know. ball in the tee but, for Jason or for Brian. And, <laughs> but yeah. we know from the rest of uh, Scripture that Christ is more or less the effective agent by which creation comes into being. He is the yeah. Word of God, and by Him and through Him, all things that have been created have been made. Verse mm-hmm. three, and God said, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. You know, and that's really it. And and the thing that I think that we sometimes take for granted or forget, the one thing that I think that we take for granted or forget is that when we get one person of the Trinity, we're getting all three persons of the Trinity. Yeah. If Jesus is acting on our behalf, he's doing so um, according to the Father's will and the power of the Holy Spirit. If we have the Holy Spirit, it's because of what Christ has done according to the Father's will. If the Father speaks to us, it's through the Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done. In any other way, it would be modalism. Yeah, modalism. exactly. <laughs> and, and we don't yes. want to fall into that. Yeah. And so we just need to always understand. And um, I remember one church I was helping them with an aspect of their uh, constitution on the Trinity, and it said instead of um, having three distinct persons, it said having three distinct works. And I was like, ooh, nope. no, nope. <laughs> modalism, Patrick, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't want to do that, you know, or you, you don't want to separate Words, the three persons yeah. of the Trinity right. more so than Scripture does. And so we always begin and end in speaking about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with the oneness of the great mm-hmm. God of creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from there, what is interesting uh about the activity of God is that this word for created in Hebrew is a unique word. It's when it is used with God, mm-hmm. it is God creating out of nothing. Yeah, right. It is, yep. it's, it's when we ex create nihilo. like if we uh, ex nihilo, yeah. the, the, the uh, Latin phrase, when we create like if you have uh, your your kids Legos uh, Legos or I was going to Play-Doh but Legos Lego, uh, I, Legos I have, are it's, I have it's five my, kids. my world yeah. Legos is a mm-hmm. I have PTSD because of Legos I in know. my house I've stepped on so pro, many pro tips Sli- wear slippers le- well, yeah. well I, that or you're developing calluses hopefully oh, no, it, well, so this is a complete aside on this but I have to say this because he's 14 year old your now, fatherly but, vocation uh, yeah my oldest son uh uh, when he was younger, this was probably six, seven years ago, uh, I would come home and he would be in bed uh, uh, on Wednesday nights after Bible study before I get home. But he'd always tell my wife, please send dad in to say goodnight when, he get, when I get home. And so I get home and it'd be about 9, 9.30 at night. And I go in and kiss him and say goodnight. And he'd be sleeping. He'd never remember. But then I'd say, I said goodnight to you last night. And he'd smile at me. Well, it was pitch black dark in his room. Must have been the middle of winter. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, he had made a pyramid oh, out no. of Legos, oh. probably four <laughs> inches tall at a peak. And the arch of my foot stepped square on that pyramid and full my full weight. And I wiped out into like five or six different things in his room trying to catch my balance after that. And my foot hurt for so long after that. <laughs> Did you wake him up? What? Oh, no. He slept right through. Oh, man. <laughs> he's, like, he's like seven years old at the time. So you know how kids sleep. But yeah, so I use Play-Doh as an example because of bad experiences. Sure, but whatever we're it. creating. Yeah, <laughs> Right. We'll round right back off that. We're using trail. something. We're using something that's mm-hmm. already there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And God creates everything in the universe mm-hmm. from nothing. And that's, right. a, that's a beautiful picture. And that, that's not to say people shouldn't be creative. And, and No, and that's part yeah. of being made in the image of God. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's the vocation aspect. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> vocation. Well, and, and, and that's part, actually, if we want to talk about God's vocation, that is mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. that the Apostles' Creed is structured for our mm-hmm. confession. It's mm-hmm. structured around God's primary vocations. Yeah, God good. the Father 
Father Creator, God the Son Redeemer, God the Holy Spirit Sanctifier. But what is comforting to us in creation isn't so much that God creates out of nothing. That's great. But it's the thing that he creates out of nothing, and that would be our faith. Mm -hmm. Because uh, if we take and import Genesis 1 Mm -hmm. to 2 Corinthians 5, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And, and, and we've talked about this on the podcast before because we've done a Bible study on Genesis 1 and 2. The comforting part of Genesis 1 and 2 is to demonstrate that God doesn't need our assistance yeah, to create. Yep. So our faith comes out of nothing. It's not, uh, it's, our faith isn't made of the stuff of us that was already there. No. It's not prevenient grace. Not a muscle it's, we flex. It's not a muscle. There's, there's no contribution. There's no meeting God halfway. When God creates our faith, it is ex nihilo, mm-hmm. out of nothing. Yeah. And all of that is built in and flows under the theology of these first two verses of the Bible. And I think it's fascinating. I know. And I think that was really the kicker for me, especially in understanding infant baptism, that mm-hmm. faith is something that's outside of ourselves. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of Calvinistic theologians would say that faith is an attitude that God chooses to use. That's a line straight out of one of their systematic mm. books. Mm. And that's just not the case because we can't have that. Uh, faith is given from faith for yeah. faith. Extra notes. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Whoa. Hey. Mm-hmm. Man, look at you, man. Shout out the flame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if stay tuned. We're going to have exciting news about Brett Bowe's new album. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be called yeah. Extra White. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How do we recover from that? <laughs> And all of us are, and so we. Uh, the thing I appreciated about that interview is is how passionate he was to to spread Lutheranism to you know the African American community because yeah. I, as he said, you know, mm-hmm. like he's an extrovert, and um, he always viewed, and some people I think view Lutheranism as more of an introverted uh, way of worshiping God. And um, I just really appreciated his passion for that. And uh, we even talked about this a little bit, but as we kind of pulled back into to God, you know, and We're the creating interview, God. Of, interview Brian on the interview with uh, Flay. <laughs> uh, of the creator God and, and talking about vocation, who God is intrinsically as part of his character, honestly, is really actually revealed in a beautiful way, in God's chosen name for himself, Elohim. Mm-hmm. You know, and in the, the case that it's in in the original language in Hebrew is it's a masculine plural absolute. Mm-hmm. You know, and that really plays itself out as we see the creation of humanity, God's crowning glory of creation, and that let us make man in our own image. You know, in our own image, mm-hmm. we created male and female, he created them. Mm-hmm. So God in and of himself is both oneness, unity, mm-hmm. and also community with three distinct persons. And as we bear that image bearer of God, we are created to be not only in relationship mm-hmm. with God, but each other in a way that glorifies God. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the creation as yeah. well. I, recently, I shared that truth with somebody uh, that I was, I was in a Bible study with, and they were just blown away of seeing the Trinity, mm-hmm. uh, even in creation. And it, it's fun to think about. One well, and it's that relational aspect of things that the the one final thing to pull out from my perspective, theologically speaking, is the role of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is there hovering over the waters, and I mm-hmm. think yeah. 
it stands in stark contrast to the way the, I don't know if you want to call it the Pentecostal, the charismatic, or just the generic American church treats the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. as if this is some sort of free form, unbound, undirected agent of quasi-divine properties. Kind of like the, the force like, from Star well, Wars. The, the force is an easy foil to talk about it, yeah. but it's, I mean, it, you you go someplace and, and whether it's a Christian concert or a, an evangelistic series of messages mm-hmm. or whatever, and someone will, will very piously and earnestly say, you could really feel the spirit of mm. God move mm. there. And then in a different occasion, someone justifies doing something because the spirit, they felt the spirit leading them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you get the sense that the spirit's movements are entirely whim and fancy. Mm-hmm. And like I said, undirected. Yeah. But here, again, the first two verses of scripture, the activity and the identity of the Spirit are bound to what the Trinity is already doing, what, what God is doing. God is creating, and the role of the Spirit in that creation is that he's hovering over the waters. He's carrying the Word of God to its completion, which happens to be exactly what the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives is, mm-hmm. is he carries the Word of God from the mouth of God to our minds and to our hearts and to our souls so that the Word of God can be brought to fruition. You know, there is an intimate connection between Genesis 1, 1 and 2 and Isaiah 55, 10 and 11 mm. and Romans mm. 10, 17. Mm-hmm. There is a straight line between those three verses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even John chapter 1. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which is extremely uh, Trinitarian in nature. Mm-hmm. And, and even in just unpacking these images a little bit, you are struck with the absolute consistency of scripture to speak about the truths that scripture Amen. proclaims. It's it's one unit. And, you know, we have God acting and creating in Genesis 1-1. Obviously, John intentionally parallels that in John chapter 1. Mm-hmm. But everywhere in between and all around in scripture, God is acting, God is creating mm-hmm. uh, through the word, by the spirit, all of these things going on. And, uh, you know, again, first two verses of scripture. We yeah. didn't. We didn't even get to verse three. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and then the, the Spirit of God, the, that life-giving uh, breath, that is also described as breathing life mm-hmm. into Adam. You know that Creator God creating life where there is no life, and that's a beautiful picture. And how that plays out even within the Red Sea experience, where all three persons or, of the Trinity are part of rescuing Israel out of Egypt, or the dry bones in Ezekiel. Absolutely. What is that? Ezekiel yeah. forty. Right. That's yep. the exact same ruach. thing going on. The ruach of yeah. God, the the animating life giving Spirit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yep. Powerful stuff. And so it's it does take a little bit more work to see these things but the one thing that i would encourage our listener is if you if you have some sort of resource where you can get into original language a little bit and and use you know make sure you use your pastor as a reference and someone who has studied hebrew because it's easy to just get a lexicon you know, like Strong's and kind of make assumptions that aren't really there. But if you have a, a good commentary, a good Lutheran, the Lutheran Study Bible, I highly recommend. Um, they yeah, flush good. some of these things out and you're able to see those things that are underneath the English language, going back to the original language that God intended to reveal uh, to the believer. 
and uh, those those things are are nuggets that kind of take a little bit of digging, but boy, they're they're fun when you find them because mm-hmm. you not only see the consistency of Scripture, which is an amazing thing, you get to see the extravagance of of God's holiness, His awesome nature, and His mercy that He promised through Christ Jesus. And and it's remarkable in this that we we are incapable of fathoming the first thing that God speaks in the beginning, God. Mm-hmm. And, and it's before there was a beginning, God was there and he, he, he speaks that to us. And, and I still, you know, we're, our human minds mm-hmm. are capable mm-hmm. of fabricating that image. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. No. And we bow before a holy and righteous God, embrace the mystery mm-hmm. and just say, Lord, help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, I'd love to wrap up this, and uh, the reason I want to read Romans uh, chapter 8, because it talks about all three persons of the Trinity indwelling the heart and mind of the believer. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 8 through 11. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please tune in next week as we wrap up our discussion on Article 1 of the Augsburg Confession, looking at a New Testament passage that speaks about the triune God of creation. God bless you and have a great week.